0: Welcome to the Kingdom Mama Mentor Podcast, where Kingdom Moms are encouraged to walk led by the Spirit and embrace freedom, all for the glory of the Lord. I am your host, Christine Ettinger. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Kingdom Mama Mentor Podcast. I'm so excited that you decided to come back, and I'm thrilled about today's episode. We are combining The remaining three characteristics of what makes a good habit into one episode. And the reason I'm doing this, I know that it's going to be a lot of information, but the reason is so important. So next week on April 3rd, it's a Monday, we in the Kingdom Mamas community are beginning to kick off our health and wellness tier. And what I mean by that is the women who are already in there, they are starting to evaluate their current habits we are meeting on a phone call tonight on March 27th. This is airing a day after we have done the workshop. And we are going to take an honest look at our, our habits. We're going to see how we can replace bad habits with good ones. And we are going to apply these five characteristics, these five principles of what makes a habit stick In our workshop. And so a week from today, we will be starting the meal planning, the workout programs and doing all the things to implement these healthy characteristics of good habits. So that's what today is going to consist of. But as always, before we get into the material, let's go to the Father in prayer. So Father, oh, how I love you. And I'm thankful that you love me. Despite my flaws, despite that I would have never been able to do anything to earn your love, you sent Christ to die on my behalf, to live the perfect life. So Father, I pray over the listener right now that they would know that these habits is not what earns salvation. Help them to know in their heart, Holy Spirit, move upon them in a way that they would know and understand the person of Jesus, and that we put our faith and our trust in Him and Him alone. And that is what pleases the Father. God, you look at Jesus and you say, well done. And we now have the blessing and the privilege in order to take His record and apply it to our own life. Thank you for that. I pray for the listener that they would have softened heart to receive this message that they would just be motivated and spurred on to live a life that's honorable to you and to put their trust in Jesus. Let me just rephrase that, to put their trust in Jesus and live a life that's honorable to you, because Jesus is who you are satisfied with. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so how we're going to get started today is we're going to get started with a quote, okay? So I heard this quote yesterday at church, and I thought how convenient that I'm recording a podcast episode tomorrow, because this literally fits right in with what we're going to be talking about. Because as I was figuring out if I wanted to condense these three habitual characteristics into one episode, I started really praying and the spirit put upon my heart like, it's not a checklist, Christine, like I need you to convey that to your listeners. It's not a checklist. And it's not a I'm going to build healthy habits. And then I'll be glorifying to the Lord. It's I'm going to put my faith in Jesus And that's what's glorifying to the Father. That is what earns salvation. Amen. And so let's start with a quote. And then I'm going to share a few verses that really dive into why faith in Jesus must come first in order to have a healthy lifestyle or in order to have deeper intimacy with Christ. Okay. The quote is by Tim Keller. And it says, it's not the strength of your faith. But the object of your faith that actually saves you. Strong faith in a weak branch is fatally inferior to weak faith in a strong branch. So, again, it's not the strength of your faith, it's the object of your faith. It's the object of your faith, not how strong your faith is. And that might be backwards for some of us who have grown up hearing, oh, just have more faith. No, no, no. Faith is a gift right? And the strength comes from the person that we are putting the faith in. Okay, so just to give you an example, if my husband, you know, who's very strong and much bigger than me, if he just has full confidence in me, but runs and believes I can catch him on my back, he might have the full confidence, but he doesn't have faith in the right person. Okay, I'm not strong enough to be able to like hold him if he comes charging at me and jumps on my back, okay? Um actually, I think I probably could, but you get you get the picture, right? <laughs> so, however, if I run charging at him, I have great faith that he can hold me because I'm much smaller, he's much stronger, so my faith is in the right object. So when it comes to our strength and our ability to create these healthy habits, It's not that you need stronger faith. You need to be putting your faith in the right person. And so let's talk about why Jesus is the person when speaking about these habits, right? Why is he the one that we are to put our faith in? Okay, so first, we're going to go over to Hebrews chapter two, verses 17 through 18. For this reason, he had to be made like them. Fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. There's a lot here, so let me break this down for us, okay? So, in the beginning, it's talking about how Jesus was made like us. First John 1 9 says he was made into flesh, God in flesh form, and he came down to us. Okay. He was made like us. And so therefore he experienced everything that we have experienced. He's been tempted in every way. Do you remember the passage in scripture in Matthew where the enemy, Satan, the adversary, took Jesus and showed him what all could be his if he would just denounce? you know who God said he was like he was he tempted him in every way with comfort with food um with power and prestige and influence but he trusted in the father and was delivered from all of his temptation Jesus is not just someone up there on the throne shaking his finger at you he empathizes with you whenever you are struggling to not emotionally eat he empathizes with you when you are struggling to keep your family a priority because, you know, you might gain influence elsewhere more than inside of your home. He empathizes with you because he's, in t- he's been tempted in every single way, okay? But at the end, it says he suffered, he himself suffered when he was tempted. Therefore, he is able to help those who are being tempted. But in his temptation, he never sinned. Okay, And over in Hebrews chapter five, so we go in forward just a little bit, verses eight through nine says, although he was the wonderful son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Did you hear that? Did you catch on? So he was made into human. He suffered more than what we could even imagine. He was tempted in in every single way yet without sin. But through his suffering he learned obedience. He learned obedience to the Father. Are y'all getting this? Like he learned that even though I want to give in to my hunger, right? Like when Satan said, "You cannot live on bread alone," or, he, or S- Satan said, "I'll give you this food and Jesus responded, man cannot live on bread bread alone, but he must live on the word of God, right? Instead of giving into his hunger and into sin, being tempted, he obeyed the Father. He learned obedience in his suffering. And so even when we are attempting to put these habits into place, it's going to feel like you're denying yourself because you are. You're denying the comfort of your flesh, but don't have faith in your ability to create and sustain these habits. Have faith in Jesus because he learned the perfect obedience in his suffering. You and I are going to fail time and time again when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. We're not going to get it perfect every single day, but we are going to continue moving forward in an acts of worship every single day for the glory of the Lord. Amen. Amen. But Jesus got it perfect. And so put your faith in him to carry you with his spirit. Don't just try to have stronger faith. Make sure you are meditating and putting your eyes on Jesus. Because everything that he did while he suffered and while he denied himself taught him obedience. And he is the one that we are to look after. He is our example. Amen. And so with that being said, let's cover the final three characteristics of habits in order to make them stick. First and foremost, we know that you must stay connected to the source, right? Especially because as a believer, our motives and our intention matters just as much as what we do, right? You always want to make sure that your heart is in a pure place of why you're having these habits and why you're creating healthy lifestyle? Why do you want more intimacy with Jesus? Do you want more intimacy with Jesus because it's just what you're supposed to do? Are you just reading your Bible because that's just what you're supposed to do? Check it off and move on with your day? Are you practicing legalism? And are you creating a healthy lifestyle simply because you want to look a certain way? And you want to be healthy? those things are not inherently bad. But if our motivation isn't to glorify God with our health and our bodies and our temple first, then it's truly not that pure. Okay, everything else that you desire, from your word time growing in your relationship with Christ, from your healthy lifestyle, all of those things you desire will be byproducts of stewarding your temple well, and being intentional with your time you'll look more fit. You'll probably be able to fit into the jeans that you want to fit into. You'll probably have more energy. You will experience increased joy. Like all those things will happen, but our heart must just want to be obedient first. And God says, spend time with me. First and foremost, have create no idols before me. And then secondly, steward your temple. Okay. So the final three characteristics are these. Your habits, if you want them to be successful and continuous, even when life happens and you get stressed out, they need to be easy. And that's not what you think it is. Hold on. They need to be communal. And they need to be repetitious. And again, these ideas come from power to change with a mixture of atomic habits in it. I'm just breaking it down for you even further, but I highly recommend the book Power to Change by Craig Rochelle. So the first one, actually, it's the third one, because we covered one and two last week and the week before, but easy, your habit, your new habit must be easy. And what we mean by easy is it cannot take long. Okay, So Craig Rochelle in his book says, the experts tell us that if we're going to create a new habit, it cannot be longer, it does not need to be longer than two minutes. Why is that? Well, let's just make it real for a moment. Have you ever said you're going to begin exercising four to five times a week, and then every single exercise that you do must be at least 30 minutes? You ever done that? I've done that. And then what happens the day that you actually have mismanaged your time, and there are not 30 minutes in the day. You adopt the all or nothing attitude. And you say, because I didn't do 30 minutes today, you stop working out. Right? Same with Bible reading. I'm going to read 30 minutes every single day. Well, what happens when you mismanage your time, and there's not actually 30 minutes to fit into your day, it's 930, you need to go to sleep, you're falling asleep, reading your Bible, and you only read for three minutes. Well, it's the all or nothing mentality. And because you didn't do it that day, you stop. You fall out of the habit. So the first thing that you need to do is create a new habit that is small. It's two minutes long. It's easy. Right? So start with reading for two minutes of your Bible every single day. You got two minutes. I promise you do. And the other day in my Kingdom Mamas community, I challenged them to move their body for five minutes that day, just five, five minutes. That's all, all that I encourage them to do because we are still in the, the movements of making this a habit. And so we cannot overwhelm ourselves and put these strict guidelines because we'll fall into that all or nothing mentality. Okay. The next characteristic is communal. Your new habit needs to be communal. And what I mean by that is in community with others. Now, whether you have a group text, right, or whether you go to the gym with friends or whether you're in a a group of people who are reading their Bible daily together, like the Bible recap plan, Studies show, research show that when you are doing things with others, you're way more likely to continue because you have that accountability. It's the whole reason that I created what the Lord gave a vision for me as the Kingdom Mama's community, because as women, we desire to steward our bodies. As women who love Jesus, we desire to steward our bodies well, but we just don't stay with it, do we? (laughs) We just don't, and we are so critical of ourselves. And so community is important. Accountability is important. Whenever Jesus sent the disciples out, he sent them two by two, not one at a time. Why is that? Because when the adversary attacks and whenever life happens, what did we talk about? I think it was last month. The enemy is waiting to devour you. But if you have accountability, you have people that can speak truth and life into you and point you back to the one who you are putting your faith in. Amen. It's really hard to do that, to be healthy and to stay consistent in your intimacy with Jesus and in your healthy lifestyle when you're just completely isolated trying to do it on your own. The reality is life is hard. It's so hard. And so walking and swimming against the current is easier when you have people to do it with. Communal is that next characteristic. And lastly, this seems very obvious, but your new habit must be repetitious repetitious. Um, in Craig Rochelle's book, he talks about how people often look at all these successful people. And they're like, Oh, man, that that was such a great catch. That was so lucky. Um, it was Odell Beckham, specifically that he was talking about in this in this po- um, in the book. And he when he did some like studying further. And he found out that Odell Beckham for the the catch that everyone like said was such a lucky catch when, you know, it was just phenomenal. It turns out that that man had been practicing one arm catches since high school since high school. So I mean, it makes sense that he hits a catch a one arm catch in the NFL, right? Because he's been practicing, practicing it for years. How many repetitions had he completed of a one arm catch? Right? It just makes sense. (laughs) You flex a muscle long enough. And with enough repetitions, it becomes like there's actual science that says it's muscle memory, right? Like that's why you You don't veer from the same workout movements too much because you want your muscles to get strong in those movements, right? You want your muscles to get strong in what it feels like to open your Bible, to hold a pen, to journal on paper. Like these these things must be repetitious in order for them to be habits. You've got to do them over and over. And while they'll feel small in the moment, your entire life will be built on those small moments that usually nobody is watching. I mean, if you're listening, you probably follow me on some form of social media. And I put my life out there. I mean, for the most part, pretty transparently. But that's not the case for most of you. You don't have people watching those small moments of discipline that you are implementing. You're not going to get the praise from people in the small moments. You're not going to get the pat on the back that sometimes is the encouragement for us to keep going every single time that you do that small moment. But what you do have is a Heavenly Father who rejoices over the small beginnings because the work has begun. Don't you forget that. Amen. So, just to recap your new habits all together, this is all five. They must be obvious. They must be attractive. They must be easy, two minutes or less, communal and repetitious. That's it. <laughs> I know you're like, uh, okay, so now what? Like I said, Linked below in the show notes is my Kingdom Mamas community where I look at people's habits on a daily basis and I give them a recommendation of where they can fit in their new habits. And I'll have you know that it's easier to replace a bad habit than create a new habit altogether. And that's strictly because of time. And so that's something that I look closely at with these women is where do we see a bad habit, an unhealthy habit that isn't like pushing us towards discipline, and how can we replace it with a healthier one? Okay, so look below at the Kingdom Mamas community link. Make sure you fill out the habit stacking evaluation, and then that should lead you straight into the community. And I hope that you all will take me up on this, especially that we are starting a new month on April 3rd. And we just are so excited to do life with one another and spur each other on to knowing Jesus more and more deeply so that we are able to put our faith in him and him alone. And if you do not know Jesus as your personal savior, Let me just quickly tell you. Jesus is God in human form. He came to earth, dwelt upon man. He died the life that we all deserved because of our sin. Because with God, the standard is perfection, it is holiness. And because we are fallen, because we are full of sin, because of what happened in the garden with Adam and Eve there was no way for us to get back to god no way there had to be a perfect sacrifice all in the old testament you see that in order to enter the presence of the god of god you had to have a sacrifice blood had to be shed but finally there came one one perfect one that shed blood once and for all for you and me that would be the atonement for our sins And not send us to hell, which is what we actually deserve. And he wants to give that to you freely. You don't have to be good. In fact, you can't be good enough. You cannot earn it. There's not a checklist that you have to check, check, check. Okay, now I've got God's approval. He already approves in Jesus. And he wants to offer that gift to you. So if you don't know that personal relationship with Jesus, and I'm not talking about just going to church, anybody can go to church, anybody can open a Bible, but are you known by Jesus? Do you know him? Are you led by the Holy Spirit? If not, you can also reach out to me via email, and I would love to walk with you through that. I would love to pray with you, and I'd love if you're local to help you get plugged into the church that I attend. My inbox is always open. You can email me or you can connect with me on any of the platforms. I'm so excited. I'm not quite sure what the next series is going to look like. I might even take a week off after this. I'm not sure. I don't know. you might see an episode next week, who knows, but I do know that I will be um picking back up with interviews. I've already got two more people who are lined up, actually three, and um, we just haven't gotten that third one on the schedule yet, but three who are um agreeing to come onto the podcast and let me interview them specifically about their discipline when it comes to um their healthy lifestyles and just hearing some of the struggles that they have and how they had hope to keep going so I can't wait for that. And if you have any questions, feel free to message me. I hope to see you inside the Kingdom Mamas community. And until next time.